We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Right now at T-Mobile, get an awesome iPhone XR on us when you bring your family over and trade in your old device. Because whether you have mom, dad, or a friend on your mind, it's a gift so bold and brilliant, you'll want to keep it for yourself. Most importantly, it's on us in six vibrant colors. Plus, with unlimited everything from T-Mobile, the awesome iPhone XR will have everyone snapping, streaming, and sharing to their heart's content all year long. But don't wait. It's only for a limited time. So visit a store or call 1-800-T-MOBILE and get iPhone XR on us. If congested, customers using more than 50 gigs per month may notice reduced speeds due to prioritization. Video at 480p via 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers plus tax. Qualifying trade-in, port-in, service, and finance agreement required. Contact us before canceling our credit stop and remaining balance due. 64 gigs, zero down, plus 3125 per month for 24 months. Pre-credit price, $749.99, 0% APR. One offer per account. Hey everyone, this is Dave Cabin. You're listening to the Rotoviz Highlight Reel, brought to you by MyBookie, the official sportsbook of Rotoviz Radio. On the Highlight Reel, we feature the top articles on rotoviz.com and get an extended insight into the writer's process and findings. For those of you who don't know, Rotoviz is a sports data and analytics site that publishes over 1,000 articles per year and has a suite of more than 20 proprietary apps. Go to rotoviz.com to check out the site. Today we'll be discussing when the Devi breaks, and I'm delighted to be joined by Jordan Hoover, who will be writing this weekly article on Rotoviz. Welcome to the show, Jordan. Thanks for having me, Dave. Glad to uh, have you on and uh, get a little uh, college football talk on this show. We've had a we had a little preview when we had uh, Ryan Bobbin on a couple of weeks ago, but now we're gonna uh, dig in a little deeper. Uh, so you're writing an article each week uh, at the site. Why don't you uh, you know give us a little overview of what it's all about? 
Sure. Um, the article, When the Debbie Breaks, is kind of an offshoot of an article series I did last year at Rotoviz. Uh, it was entitled The CFB Chronicles. And this year, it's kind of the same format. It's, it's meant to be a short, digestible piece uh, with quick information hitters for um, Dynasty owners and also Debbie owners, which is kind of a new spin this year that I put on the article. And for anyone who's listening um, or was reading that doesn't quite understand what Debbie is, it's short for developmental leagues, which are essentially dynasty leagues where you can roster current college football players. So it just adds a little bit more depth to the idea of dynasty. And it really helps if you keep you know, your finger on the pulse of college football. You can really get an edge in those type of leagues. But, you know, the article was really meant for people who can't sit down in front of the TV and watch football on Saturdays <laughs> for 12 hours and uh, kind of put some historical perspective on any big performances. And you mentioned Ryan Bobbitt. The, you know, you had him on earlier and he yep. talked about dominator ratings. And I try to incorporate those as much as possible as well. Yes. And. I historically have been a huge college football fan, but this season I have not had the time that I would like. Uh, so your series has been a great way for me to catch up on what's going on. And uh, for listeners out there, if you want to get into these type of leagues, uh, definitely check out uh, Jordan's articles. And uh, you can still do so with a 30% off listener discount uh, for an NFL subscription through the podcast homepage, rotoviz.com slash podcast. Your subscription gives you unlimited access to all of our NFL content and tools and supports the pod. So get your 30% discount for an NFL pass at rotoviz.com slash podcast. So what's the process that you follow each week when you're preparing this article? Obviously, there's you know a lot of uh, research that goes into this. You have a lot of results to sift through. What are you looking for? Yeah, so I usually break the article into two sections. Uh, the first section is the recap, and then the second is kind of a look forward to the upcoming slate. So for the recap, I try and go through you know the insane amount of games that happen every week and try and <laughs> highlight uh, some big performances, some historical performances. Um, while also trying to keep that focused on players who might have implications for Debian Dynasty. So that's probably the biggest chunk is trying to sift through all the results. Um, and, and then like for the, for the week upcoming, I try and focus on Debian Dynasty uh, prospects who might have difficult matchups, might be playing difficult secondaries to kind of let people know that if they watch this player during this game, it could give them a decent measuring stick as to what they could look like against really tough competition. Yeah, that all makes sense. Um, and uh, I know we were just talking about Florida State. I know that you've looked uh, at you know some depth chart, injuries, suspensions, how that might shift things on teams. Yeah, yeah. So the, the Florida State running back situation has been really interesting to watch this year because Cam Akers, the five-star freshman who came in this year, um, a lot of people kind of expected him to just sort of immediately take over the role as the lead running back there while Jock Patrick was still there. And um, it's they've kind of they, they've split carries for the majority of the season. And, you know, with things kind of going off the rails in Florida State, it might not be the uh, the best measuring <laughs> stick for either, but that's kind of been an interesting situation and could say the same thing for Alabama as well. Um, you know, they've, they always seem to have four or five, five-star running backs who just rotate in and out. So 
for evaluating Debbie prospects when guys aren't getting a ton of carries, it makes it a little bit more difficult, but um, it's, it's kind of an interesting case study to see like how efficient a player is, is our coaches favoring one over the other. So for Alabama, it's kind of been Damian Harris, who's kind of stepped up recently, but you still had Bo Scarborough, um, a bunch of other guys there. So just kind of trying to keep track of, of all that kind of stuff and, and injuries and suspensions when they come up, like you said. Yeah, and there certainly is a lot to keep track of. Uh, so who are some Devi prospects that you've moved up in your rankings? Yeah, so I mean, I kind of have to start with with Bryce Love. Um, if the listeners out there have been watching college football at all, you probably already know who Bryce Love is. He plays at Stanford. Um, he was, you know, coming into the season, I think we kind of looked at him as just Christian McCaffrey's replacement. Um, but it turns out that he... You know, he's almost surpassed that level. He, he doesn't quite have the, the all around game that McCaffrey had as far as pass catching, but what he's doing as a runner is, has been truly historic. Um, since 2000, only four players have averaged nine yards per carry with over a hundred carries. And he's currently averaging 10.3 yards per carry. He's the only player since 2000 to be over 10 yards per carry. Uh, he has breakaway speed. He's under 200 pounds, which he will probably get knocked for going into the pros. But yep. if you watch him, he shows surprising strength for someone that size. So he's a guy that I was way too low on coming into the season, and I am not ashamed to admit that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it sounds like he's crushing it. Uh, in terms of pass catching, uh, is he getting a lot of usage or, you know, is he like McCaffrey in that regard or? That's yeah, that's really what makes those two different is how involved McCaffrey was as a pass catcher. They haven't really used Bryce Love in that role. Um, Stanford offense has been kind of anemic this year. They they actually just played Oregon State last week and Love didn't play and they barely squeaked by Oregon State, mm. who is not a good football team this year. So, I mean, that that really speaks to how important he is to the offense. Um, and I wish they would incorporate him as a pass catcher more, but it's kind of one of those things where just because he hasn't really done it doesn't mean he can't, but hopefully NFL evaluators won't knock him too hard for that. Yeah. Um, well, that's going to be interesting to follow. Now I know there's a couple of other guys. I think Anthony Miller is one that you've, uh, kind of shot up your list. Yeah, Anthony Miller, wide receiver from Memphis. Um, he's kind of a small guy. He's under six foot, under 200 pounds. Not your prototypical, you know, outside number one wide receiver, but he's been pretty impressive as far as dominator rings are concerned. Um, he, as a freshman, he had a 0.17 dominator, uh, sophomore 0.39, and then 0.37 so far through this season, which is pretty impressive. Um, and I, he's a guy, I think that kind of is a mesh of metrics and tape. There's yep. always the battle between metrics and tape. Um, but he's Anthony Miller is a guy that I think that the tape guys like as well. So he's kind of an interesting case of maybe a, uh, a fair compromise between the two, a guy <laughs> that maybe everyone can get behind is yep. um, as long as he can overcome, you know, he is limited in the size. Um, he, I don't think he can necessarily play outside, but as a slot guy, he makes, you know, it pretty incredible catches pretty consistently. So I can see him definitely having a role at the next level. Yeah, for sure. And we always love to see those guys where the uh, 
tape watching folks see the same thing that we see when we're looking through the uh, the metrics and what have you. So a name that I'm sure everybody out there has heard at this point, Baker Mayfield. What have you been uh, your thoughts on him? I've seen him play a couple times. I've been impressed so far. Uh, you know, what are you expecting from him? Yeah, he's he's a difficult guy because I. I absolutely love his game, and I think that he's still at this point kind of underrated as an NFL prospect. Mm-hmm. Um, he's he's I think they list him at six one, but I think he's probably closer to six feet. So it, just as an NFL prospect, people automatically you know knock him for that just because people think you have to be tall to play quarterback. Um, and he'll probably he'll probably draw some comparisons to Johnny Manziel just because of their playing style. I mean, he scrambles around a lot, makes plays off scrambles. Um, but his statistics are pretty incredible. In 34 games at Oklahoma, he has an 11.7 adjusted yards uh, per attempt, which is incredibly high, and a 96 to 18 touchdown interception ratio. Wow. So he's been extremely efficient. Um, and Kevin Cole, um, who the listeners probably know from when he wrote it, wrote of his, uh, he puts out really good stuff on Twitter, but he put out an interesting comparison between Mayfield and Russell Wilson, who are similar in build and similar in college production statistic, uh, statistically speaking. So not saying that he's necessarily the next Russell Wilson, but if there was, if there was another Russell Wilson in this class, I would say that it's Baker Mayfield. Wow. Well, that's good to hear because I mean, it definitely speaks to the fact that he's more than just a rushing type of passer, what you might expect from some of these athletic college quarterbacks. Uh, so that's a name we're going to want to pay close attention to as well. Uh, were there any other guys that, uh, you know, have shot up that you weren't expecting at the beginning of the season? Yeah, I just wanted to touch real quickly on Notre Dame running back Josh Adams. Um, I, I think that I was probably higher on him than most preseason, but he's been really impressive this year too. He's kind of been the catalyst in uh, Notre Dame's extremely efficient rushing offense. It's kind of propelled them up the uh, the rankings nationally. Um, he I, I actually found him in a pretty interesting cohort. Um, since 2000, there were just four players that have reached 400 carries while averaging seven yards per carry in a career. It's Josh Adams, Melvin Gordon, Reggie Bush and Tevin Coleman. Wow, that is some so, good company. Yeah, so I mean, you know, those historical um, results definitely aren't always indicative of future performance. But if you're going to be in a group of four or three others plus yourself, that's certainly not the worst group. Um, he, he's kind of a unique size speed combo. He's he's extremely tall. He does run upright, mm-hmm. which could eventually be a problem. Um but he's just been really efficient and he, you know, he was, he was efficient when CJ Proseis was in the same backfield who is a road of his favorite. Um, and he's just a guy I think that's kind of going under the radar because of how crowded the 2018 running back prospect uh, crop is. Yeah. It, it seems like it's shaping up that way. Uh, and just to throw in, uh, as you can see, this is a very knowledgeable uh, guy that we're talking to right now. You also do a college football podcast. Uh, so real quickly, you just want to let everybody know what's going on with that. So if anybody hasn't checked it out yet, they can. Yeah, sure. So uh, Kyle Pollock and I, uh, do a the college football show on Road of His Radio. We record Sunday nights, um, and we kind of highlight, we recap a couple games from the previous week, and then we kind of talk about what's coming up for the uh, the next week's slate. And 
we kind of, you know, we, we pick games against the spread, which is always fun because, yes. you know, it's, <laughs> it can either go really well or really poorly. So, I mean, there's a lot of humility involved there, but, um, definitely not, you know, don't necessarily come for betting advice, but come for, uh, Two guys who who know their stuff about college football, you know, just like to have fun, nerd out, and uh, yeah, kind of get an, an hour's worth of listening for pretty much a whole weekend of college football. Yeah, I mean, there's so much to take in. So it's I, I always say to people, you know, try to check out those college football recap or any podcast shows because you're going to learn a lot of, at the very least, names that you should be paying attention to uh, because that draft season sneaks up on you quickly. And speaking of drafts, uh, I want to mention our sponsor, Draft, uh, where you can play Snake Draft uh, weekly DFS contests each week. As I've talked about before, I really love this format because you don't need to go in and spend so much time doing the budgeting that you might have on other platforms. If you're pressed for time, it's a great way to get involved in DFS, uh, really for a whole lot of price points. Uh, so go to draft in your app store or playdraft.com uh, and make a deposit. And uh, with the promo code RV radio, uh, you can get your first uh, entry into a game for free using the promo code RV radio search draft in the app store or go to playdraft.com and come play free with promo code RV radio. So on the flip side of things, we've mentioned some players that you've been impressed by and that you moved up. Are there any names that you were high on coming into the season? Maybe some of those guys that we would have heard about coming off of last season that now you're beginning to question if we should be, you know, viewing them as good of prospects as we may have uh, prior to the season. Yeah, two guys to highlight real quick. One is Josh Allen, the quarterback from Wyoming. Um, big, tall, strong arm guy who just falls right into that sweet spot for NFL front offices. Um, but when you look at him statistically, um, over his career, he only has a 56.1% completion percentage and a 7.6 adjusted yards per attempt, which are both pretty low, uh, relatively speaking. And he's especially struggled against power five teams. He's only completed 46% of his throws. And he's thrown one touchdown to eight interceptions. So he's really struggled against high end competition where a guy who, you know, some were projecting to go in the first round, top half of the first round. You don't really that's not super encouraging, um, but he's going to be an interesting study in the projection and the NFL traits versus actual production. Uh, so I'm pretty I'm, I'm, I'm down on Allen. I've kind of ragged on him on the pod <laughs> all year. Uh, nothing against him personally, but I just feel like, you know, the, the hype might have been a little bit overplayed. Um, and another guy is Arizona State running back, Kalen Balaj, who is a really interesting guy. Um, he's, he's extremely big and extremely fast, talented athletically. He will probably test really well at the combine, assuming he gets mm-hmm. there. Um, and I think for a lot of people, he kind of brought to, brought to mind, David Johnson. Now I know that David Johnson is kind of like the unicorn, small school turned into an absolute fantasy stud immediately. And we're current, we're always searching for the next David Johnson. And while he may be a useful fantasy asset at some point, I I don't know necessarily that he's lived up to the hype Mm -hmm. um, statistically. He had that one real big game against Texas Tech in 2016 where he scored eight touchdowns. Um, and that accounts for 29% of his career touchdowns. 
So I, I'm afraid that we're, th- we're remembering that one game maybe a little bit too much and kind of forgetting about all the other games. So he's another guy that I've kind of slid down my board a bit. Right. Well, I'm going to have to go back now and uh, check him out because I just remember watching tape on David Johnson coming out of school and just being absolutely enamored. He was one of the few players I was, uh, you know, kind of getting away from just looking at the metrics with. But it's interesting that you mentioned, uh, you know, getting tied to that one game because I think that's a, a mistake that we can commonly make, especially if you're just checking out highlights on these players heading into the season. Um, so kind of in the same vein, are there any overall Devi trends that you've observed uh, as we look forward? Yeah, I think the main one is how insanely talented and deep the 2020 running back class is. We've seen at Ohio State, J.K. Dobbins, freshman running back, essentially take over that backfield. They still give carries to Mike Weber, who is the incumbent, but Dobbins is the better running back right now as an 18-year-old. Um, Jonathan Taylor, the running back from Wisconsin, who is, I believe, fourth in the nation in rushing. Uh, Stephen Carr at USC, who, if Ronald Jones wasn't there, Stephen Carr would be talked about a lot more. Um, Cam Akers, who you obviously know <laughs> being a Florida State yep. fan. Um, he's kind of, you know, it's, it's a tough situation there, obviously, because the, you know, the season is falling in around him, but he's, he has a ton of potential. And DeAndre Swift at Georgia who, again, if it wasn't for Nick Chubb and Sony Michelle, mm-hmm. um, Swift would be an every, you know, he would be on a lot of people's minds. Um, so that's setting up, you know, we always get enamored, I think, with two years down the road, and then it generally turns out that we're a bit disappointed. But looking at it right now, this class is insane uh, on paper. Mm-hmm. And kind of the flip side, I think the 2018 QB class might not be as strong as we thought, um, already mentioned Josh Allen. Tanner Lee is another guy, quarterback from Nebraska, who got a ton of hype after the Manning Passing Academy. He apparently killed it there, <laughs> um, but he hasn't necessarily been killing it in real game mm-hmm. action. Um, and Sam Darnold uh, is kind of a confusing case. I mean, he he lit the world on fire last year at the end, has really struggled with turnovers this year. And they're already talking about him probably coming back to school uh, for next season, which I think would be beneficial for him. But, you know, the 2018 QB class is looking maybe a little bit thinner than we initially thought. Gotcha. Well, I have to just add in on the Cam Akers front. If you go back and you look now, FSU has put into the pros Chris Thompson, uh, Devontae Freeman, and now Dalvin Cook. And all of those guys have impressed me. And I have to say, so far with Cam Akers, I've been really impressed. It almost feels like there hasn't been that much of a uh, a drop-off. Like, we almost didn't miss a beat. So I'm going to be watching closely for him. Not saying that he's going to come out of the gate like Dalvin Cook did or even Freeman. But, you know, I've just been really impressed. Uh, I also liked how you talked about, uh, on your podcast, wagering on college football games. Because that is something I love to do. Um, I know I've been talking about the Thursday night games, but I also mentioned that I like to just find random college football games that I don't know much about. I place a wager on it and it just makes it a really fun watch. And uh, I've been doing that at my bookie, uh, who is the official sports book of Rotoviz Radio. Uh, they have some of the fastest payouts, a rock solid reputation, um, in game live betting, uh, a really easy mobile site. 
Uh, so everything's just super easy. And if you join now, my bookie will match your deposit with a 50% bonus. Uh, so I really recommend that you go and you check it out. Uh, so again, get that 50% bonus. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. So uh, maybe before you get out of here, you can give us a little preview of what we can expect uh, in this week's article and get a little flavor for what uh, is coming this weekend. Sure. So the the guy that's going to be my cover boy, the guy with his picture at the top <laughs> of the article, is is Arizona quarterback Khalil Tate. Um, he he actually didn't start the season as the starter, but over the last four games, he's been completing seventy one point eight percent of his throws. And he's also been averaging 210 yards on the ground. So this dude is extremely explosive, incredibly fun to watch, powering this Arizona offense. Um, in a game versus Colorado, he went over 300 rushing yards and four rushing touchdowns in one game as a quarterback. Wow. Um, that's kind of like Lamar Jackson on steroids, mm-hmm. sort of. Um, so he's been super impressive, just on a tear. And this week they travel to USC, who is down over the last couple. They're coming off a big win, but they're a little bit banged up. Unfortunately, the game doesn't kick until 10:45. So for folks on the East Coast, you're either going to need to, you know, chug a bunch of five-hour energy <laughs> or fire up the DVR, perhaps. But uh, he's definitely worth, you know, the price of admission just to see him play. So that's going to be, you know, hopefully it's not a cover boy curse. Um, but, yeah, he's, he's a dude I'm, I'm watching for real closely this week. Well, I might have to pull out one of my favorite tricks, which is you DVR it. And for those of you that have Comcast, there's a 30-second skip button. And I find that a lot of college offenses operate at a perfect pace for watching the play, hitting it, <laughs> getting the next play. And I can get through a game in like 45 minutes, depending on the uh, pace of the offense. So that's my pro tip for you there. So you can check out Tate this weekend. Uh, and, again... You know, go to Rotoviz, check out the articles. Uh, I'm just impressed every week by the guests that we have on. These writers are just so knowledgeable. Uh, so make sure that you go and you check out all of these articles. And uh, you have any other uh, projects in the works or things that we can expect moving forward? Yeah, so like you mentioned, we're uh, Kyle Pollock and I are going to keep doing the uh, the pod every week, uh, probably up until bowl mm-hmm. season. I'll be doing this series probably up until bowl season. And then um, kind of like last year, we're going to be doing the draft prospect series uh, on Rotoviz, which is a really cool project with a bunch of different super smart writers who all kind of pitch in to uh, sort of write up previews on a bunch of these prospects. Um, so don't necessarily have the details hammered out quite yet, but that's going to be something to definitely look forward to after the season uh, for dynasty owners out there. Yeah, definitely. You know, in a way, that's almost my favorite part of the season when you just like kind of kick off. It's like a new beginning. You have new players to learn about. And Rotoviz always has really awesome coverage. Uh, so we'll be looking forward to that. Well, thanks for coming on, Jordan. Yeah, thanks for yeah, having pre- me. Well. Yeah, appreciate it. Hopefully we'll get you back soon. And that's going to do it for today's edition of the Rotoviz Highlight Reel, brought to you by Draft and MyBookie.ag. I'm Dave Cabin. Find me on Twitter at DaveCabinFF. My guest was Rotoviz.com writer Jordan Hoover at jhoover9787. Thanks for tuning in. 
Thank you for listening to the Rotoviz Highlight Reel. Please rate and review the Rotoviz Radio podcast on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. Contact us via email, rotovizradio at gmail.com, and follow us on Twitter at rotovizradio. And remember, you can always support the pod by subscribing to Rotoviz at a 30% discount through the Rotoviz Radio homepage, rotoviz.com slash podcast. They call you the grill master. You've seared the thickest porterhouse in the butcher shop. And as you lift that first forkful to your mouth, you savor the moment. To get amazing offers during the Mercedes-Benz summer event, like the 2019 C-Class sedan and GLC SUV, the perfect recipes of driving performance. Plus, you can enjoy six months of Sirius XM All Access included. The Mercedes-Benz summer event, now serving limited time offers on a select lineup of vehicles. Offers end September 3rd. Mercedes-Benz, the best or nothing. They call you the Grill Master. You've seared the thickest porterhouse in the butcher shop. And as you lift that first forkful to your mouth, you savor the moment. To get amazing offers during the Mercedes-Benz Summer Event, like the 2019 C-Class Sedan and GLC SUV, the perfect recipes of driving performance. Plus, you can enjoy six months of Sirius XM All Access included. The Mercedes-Benz Summer Event, now serving limited-time offers on a select lineup of vehicles. Offers end September 3rd. Mercedes-Benz, the best or nothing. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in the new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series premiering Sunday, June 6th, only on Showtime.